Hello and welcome to episode 103 of the Ladies of Best Life podcast. I hope you're feeling absolutely sensational today. What we're going to be talking about today is the power of mindset and how if we can shift our perspective and how if we can reframe certain things, our life will be better. And that isn't just, you know, more successful in career. It isn't just, you know, happier mum. It's everything. So if we can generate and create and cultivate a positive mind, it's going to be a game changer. So I just want to start by showing you some ways in which having a positive mindset can help. Because a lot of people are like, yeah, yeah, positivity, whatever. It's fucking raining here and it's crap, it's cold, blah, blah, blah. But remember, you know, the weather happens to us all. The circumstances that we're in happen to the majority of us. And now I'm not saying here for one second, we're going to be toxically positive and not say when things are shit, not say when things aren't right. We absolutely have to do that. But what you're going to learn from today is that we can have a positive mindset. We can have a strong mind and still go through shit times and still experience the fact that they're shit. Okay, so let's get stuck into it. When we look at cultivating a positive mindset, and really start to work on the positivity that our mind sees and feels. It's amazing because it helps us to overcome challenges. It helps us to overcome setbacks. Now, this is that old age old saying of it's not what happens to you that matters. It's how you feel about what happens. And of course, like I've just mentioned, we absolutely have to go down the route of allowing ourselves to truly feel what we feel. I am not one for toxic positivity. I think it's dangerous and I think it really is a form of suppression, right? But one thing that we can do by working on our mind, by challenging our thoughts, we get greater levels of resilience. We become more able and more equipped to persist with the way that life is going, the challenges that life is throwing at us. So just think about that for a second, because have you ever heard, again, another saying, we don't go through challenge, we grow through challenge. And that is so true. So when we're put under stress, when we're put in circumstances that may challenge us, that is where we're going to build that resilience, that ability to continue and carry on no matter what life throws us. So if you're feeling like you are constantly like backs against the wall, challenge after challenge, do you think there's an element of working on your mindset, working on how you see the situation? So your perspective to potentially help you through it. It's not going to stop life happening to you but it's going to help you to handle life better. And the second reason is when we do this, and this is more in a work setting now, if we've got a positive workforce, we're going to notice that motivation is higher. We're going to notice the environment feels better and therefore job performance is going to go up, right? So if you've got a team around you, maybe you're a manager or you own your own company, the more positive you are, the more positive team you're going to have. Therefore, the better motivation, the better performance, Therefore, the better opportunities that you're going to be able to see. So there's another reason. And it all does start with you. You know, you could work in an um, environment currently where you're surrounded by negative Nancys. So you become the fifth or the sixth one, right? Now, this may not work, but it's worth a go, in my opinion. Imagine if you decide that you're not going to play to that anymore. You're going to go down the route of bringing in the positivity. Now, don't get me wrong. We have fountains and we have drains in life. Some people will raise your energy up. Other people will fucking drain the life out of you. So you're going to have to pick your battles wisely here. And if you do feel that your work environment is currently one that is quite negative, 
can you put yourself in a social environment or a personal development environment that is more optimistic so that we're not constantly being drained? The next positive of working on the mindset that I've experienced personally is possessing better problem solving skills. I learn how to handle problems from a better way. I am able to see problems as just a little bit of a puzzle and I've just got to figure out how to resolve it. So I actually draw my emotions out of it. And don't get me wrong, that's not always easy. Sometimes my, my emotions will get the better of me and that's okay. But by really working on this ability to see things from a different light, see problems from a different light, that is a game changer because we actually feel more motivated to, to resolve it rather than being, you know, back foot mentality and feeling like the world's against us, where we pretty much just go, I don't even know how to do it. Like it's happened to me again. If we have that mindset, we are closing the opportunities to see how actually we could take a different approach. We could actually go, mm, okay, if this is just a puzzle, if I remove these emotions, it's not about it happening to me. It is just another puzzle for me to resolve. It improves our focus and helps us really get through these situations much more quickly and effectively. Have you ever considered that, you know, when you just go through those phases in life and you are a bit negative, and we've all been through that. We all go through those phases where we're just like, I just don't know what the fuck is wrong with me at the minute. I'm tired, I'm negative, and I just don't seem that positive. Have you noticed what impact that has on relationships? You generally start to see the worst in other people. You generally start to notice the things about them that really trigger you. It can cause an uproar. It can cause, uh, uh, cause some kind of like miscommunication. So if we flip that, can we now see that a positive mindset enhances those interpersonal skills? It gets us better at communicating. Because let's face it, right? If we're not on the back foot, we're on the front foot. That means we're not here to be defensive. We're here to listen. We're here to step into your shoes and understand. So when we can do that, communication gets better because we understand it's not about us. Like everyone knows when someone else insults you, it's never about you, it's about them. So imagine if we could really kind of like embody that belief and be like, hmm, okay, it's not about me, it's about them. Therefore, let's stay front foot. I've done nothing wrong. I can continue to crack on here. Therefore, communication from your side stays bloody incredible. When you do that, you generally feel that there's like a mutual sense of respect between you, the other person or the other people. And therefore, you get stronger relationships. We all know those negative Nancys who just seem like people are pulling away from them. And I always feel pretty sorry for them because it's like, imagine if we could teach that awareness that by constantly seeing the negative, constantly being woe is me, constantly being back foot mentality, it's actually pulling people away from them when they really need those people. But we all have to protect ourselves. So if we can be that fountain rather than the drain, we're going to also notice the relationships around us get stronger. Don't get me wrong, there are some times when we go into this and when we're looking at boundaries, and as you start to realize your self-worth, which usually gets knocked out of you by society as we go through life, but as we start to realize that again, our boundaries generally get stronger. And then what happens is because our boundaries are stronger, we no longer just go to the pub on a Friday night because Jill down the road does. We no longer say yes to the boss because that's what we've always said. And therefore, relationships can sometimes break down, but so that the relationships around you are actually unconditional. Imagine being around a completely unconditional relationship. 
all the time, it means that you can be unconditionally you. And that is a game changer. When we are more optimistic, when we've got better problem solving skills, when we've got greater relationships all around us, our stress levels go down. Our nervous system is in a positive place. It's in a calm state. Therefore, our health improves. Our immune function gets better. And therefore, we're at a decreased risk of mental health issues as well. So the power of the mind is honestly so strong. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about it today. Because this is something that we do inside CC. And a lot of what we do, yes, it's physical transformation. But why do we want the physical transformation in the first place? Usually because society has caused us to follow the general trends, which is put yourself to the bottom of the pile, either career or children, family, whatever is going to drain the living life out of you. You're going to have no boundaries and therefore you're going to maybe soothe yourself with food or whatever it could potentially be. And then you realize that you're three stone overweight. You can't even recognize yourself when you look in the mirror anymore. And you go, how did, how did I even get here? So if we can realize that by having a more kind of stronger, more positive mind, by then having better relationships, by then realizing our worth, being in a better work environment, our mental health is going to be better. Therefore, our stress is going to be lower. Our health is going to be better on the whole. Can you see how this is all interlinked? It literally is, you can't really identify where the cause and the effect is. And I've been recently doing some research into this and understanding, you know, what comes first? And I personally can't identify. Is it that we start eating better and therefore our mind gets better? Is it that when we start working on our mind, we then can eat better foods because we're handling our emotions better? But it doesn't really matter, right? Because if we can slowly but surely compound over time these positive steps, we are going to get to where we want to get to. And the best advice I have for you is don't add that pressure to yourself. Allow it to be at a pace that feels good for you. And know that not everyone is going to be here for the journey. When we've got a more positive, kind of like the way that we see ourselves, when we also see people in a more positive manner, when we've got a more positive and optimistic outlook in life, we then generally have more headspace to be present with loved ones. Therefore, we have more connection because you, we all know what it's like, don't we? When And I'm terrible for this. If ever my workload goes above a certain amount or I have a you know um, some really bad news or a stressful situation to deal with and it's just like there's just one too many things going on, I am not present. I'm not in the room. You know, Carl could be talking to me, family, friends, whatever could be talking to me and I'm like nodding my head. I'm here in physical, but I'm not here mentally. So when we start to work on these things, and I'm going to give you five points in a second of how we can cultivate a better, more positive mindset. Everything gets better. If we can be more present and therefore more connected, that is going to be so enriching for life. That's the sort of thing that we're going to be glad that we did when we're on our deathbed, right? When we're looking back at this moment, we're going to be like, oh my God, thank goodness I gave myself the permission to navigate my mindset in a different way. And I was speaking to someone recently who was saying that they worked for a particular person and they their boss always used to be bloody hard work. OK, so it's this big team of people and they always used to say that the boss was just constantly grumpy, always picking out you know faults in the work that they were doing. Then he got diagnosed with cancer and he obviously had 
the shock of a lifetime, went through all the, the treatment for it, came out the other side. They're like, he's unrecognizable. He used to be such an asshole and he's now positive. He's encouraging. And it's because he's fucking realized he's only got one life. He's realized that this outlook of negativity, of misery was bringing everyone down, including himself. And I want to share that with you because we don't all have the, I don't want to call it an opportunity because it's a fucking brutal one, but I suppose the opportunity to go through something like that, to be diagnosed with cancer, to then survive it, that's the opportunity, to then have like a fresh lease of life and to have a reminder that we are only here once. So I'm now going to talk you through five steps that I want you to consider. You don't have to do them, but five steps for you to consider to improve your mental positivity, to improve your perspective on life. Step number one, and for some of you, it's going to seem too fucking woo, okay? But practice gratitude. Be grateful. Find one thing in every single day that you can appreciate. But if practice gratitude, if those words make you literally dry up and want to run for the hills, that's okay. But imagine if every day, like even in the shittest of days, you can be like, but the sun was shining. Or, but I didn't lose my head at my partner. Or I had that chocolate bar and it fucking tasted sensational. How can we find just one thing? They generally say like three to five things, but to be grateful for every single day. Because this helps us to shift the perspective, to realize that even in the worst days, we're still going to have some positive. This is such a simple act. And it's one of those things where the things that are easy to do are also easy not to do. So how can we commit to every single day? Even if it's your, you know, your commute to work is drop the children off, then you've got five minutes, five minutes in the car to yourself. How can we use that five minutes of tiny bit of silence for you to go, what am I grateful for? Give it a go, because I think it'll be a game changer. The second one is about maintaining a growth mindset. And you might be there going, well, Sasha, I currently don't have a growth mindset. What, are you, what even is one? And a growth mindset is just embracing challenges, embracing opportunities to grow and learn. Not going, oh, like I'm the CEO of this company, therefore I've got nothing to learn. You can learn from someone who's just come into your company and they are on the lowest wage within your company. You can learn something from them unless you've got a fixed mindset. And this is what we can sometimes see in communities where people who've been in for a long period of time, they can sometimes like hierarchy themselves and think to themselves they can't learn anything from people who maybe just joined. And this is not true. We can learn from people all around us. And often when we go through processes, say, for example, I'm currently looking to work with a mentor who's a direct mentor, who has done what I want to do in regards to building a business, having freedom. Now, why do they work with us for free? Because we can teach them things that they currently don't know that can, one, improve their personal development, but two, improve their business potentially. And three, it's just fucking great when you're helping people around you. The amount of calls that I hop on with people who are, one, either other coaches that are looking to create something like the coaching club. Two, clients that will never buy from me. Clients that will never invest in coaching club, but they they just want a bit of the wisdom. They listen to the podcast. They, they're on my emails all the time. Why do I do it? Because it feels good. It helps me to practice and like to spend time giving somebody else. And if they go and implement, bloody brilliant. So how can you maintain a growth mindset? How can you see that failures are not failures? They are literally just setbacks and setbacks that we can learn from. And when we have the lessons that come from those setbacks, 
we can then see more clearly how to improve going forwards. So where are you putting yourself in an opportunity for growth? Where are you doing it? Is it in career? Is it personal development? Are you trying to change your lifestyle? Because you can do this across the board and both, well, any area is going to help you to develop more resilience. It's going to develop your character by coming, overcoming those obstacles and basically putting yourself outside of your comfort zone. The fourth one is surrounding yourself with people who've got a positive mind. And that's probably going to be quite hard to come by, but there could just be one person. It could be one person who you just find every time you leave an interaction with them, you are more optimistic. You feel lighter. How can you be around those people more? And one thing that I know so many women listening to this are going to say is like, but I don't want to take up their time. You don't know what you're bringing to them as well. By surrounding yourself with those supportive people, the people that lift you up, the people that encourage your personal and professional growth, mentors, colleagues, groups of people, friends, certain people at the gym, just say, say hello. Congratulate their technique on something. It doesn't need to be that you are now like, right, okay, I'm going to ditch my old friend group because they're all negative Nancy's. And I'm now just going to only hang around with this type of person. It ain't going to work like that. But how can we just spend a little bit more time with people who raise us up that little bit more, whether it be listening to positive podcasts, reframing podcasts, ones that help you to see things from a different way, because we can see our minds like a plant. And if we feed it with positivity juice, it's going to grow. It's going to evolve. If it's in the right environment, it's going to, it's going to enhance, right? But if it's in the wrong environment, it's going to shrink. So let's not do that. The fourth point is practice self-care. Self-care could be lifestyle management, it could be getting your daily movement in. It could be steps. It could be sleep. Like self-care is not just go for a massage. Okay. It is part of it. But if you are knackered, your ability to think clearly is going to be restricted. If you are really unhealthy at the minute, you're going to be, um, your heart rate's going to be higher. Your energy is going to be lower. Your stress levels are going to be higher. So can you see how we can't really have one without the other? And to create and maintain a positive mind, We've got to be doing both activities that bring us joy, such as maybe exercise or practicing mindfulness or maybe hobbies that you like doing for me. It's piano at the minute, but also taking care of ourselves in regards to our health, in regards to sleep, nutrition, movement. This is all going to have such a positive impact on both career and also family. And if we even just look at the family side of things, if you've got small people in your life, what we need to consider is you are the role model for them. And what actions, because your actions speak so much louder than your words, what actions are you demonstrating to them is the right way to live their life? Because if we can lead by example to those smaller people around us, that is going to be a game changer. Your whole house will become healthier and happier. And the final one is to challenge negative thoughts. A lot of people say to me, oh, like I just keep thinking this. And they almost believe that those thoughts are gospel. It's not that we could ever challenge the thoughts and flip them around. And that maybe we are, those thoughts that we're listening to are words that have come from someone else in our earlier stages of life. You know, a boyfriend saying, you're ugly when you do this. Or a teacher saying, you're never going to be able to do that because you're dumb or whatever. Or a parent being like, um, you're so noisy. All of these little kind of like passing by comments, right, can stick with us. Not all of them, but some. And like, I know, for example, for me, there were certain things that I got picked on in school about. They are deeply ingrained, ingrained insecurities in me right now. 
And yes, I'm working through them. Yes, I challenge those things. I don't allow myself to. So for me, for example, I am always trying to cultivate a, a stronger body image relationship. So for me, I'm actively putting myself around people who have strong body image um, relationships currently. Because if I put myself around people who are constantly slagging themselves off, commenting on what, what's wrong with them, what's not right with them, it makes me like almost at a subconscious level go, well, if you think that you're that, then you must think that I'm that. Therefore, I'm not good enough either. So if we put ourselves in the right environments to challenge the negative thoughts, who only concentrate on the positive thoughts, right? Or even just you do this yourself. It doesn't need to be environment, but it can help as well. That's going to be a game changer because thoughts are not reality. Thoughts are not truth. We get to, first of all, choose whether we listen to the thoughts or not. And then we get to decide what it means. So imagine if every time that inner critic pops up and goes, you're shit at that. You'd be like, no, I'm just learning. Or I can see that bit of fat on your back that you really don't like. But like, I look great here, here and here. And I can't wait to get stronger and leaner. Like whatever feels right for you. But instead of listening to those negative thoughts and feeling the weight of them, imagine if we could flip it around and just add a bit of a pivot. So it's not quite so negative. So they are some reasons why a positive mindset is going to be beneficial for you. And it's not just this hippie woo shit that like only works for certain people. It will work from anyone and everyone. So they're the reasons why and also the five steps in order to how to make them happen. And I want you to commit at the end of this podcast so that we're not just here mentally masturbating. Um, I want you to commit to one that you're going to stick to. Is it going to be that you're going to practice gratitude? Maybe it's that you're going to maintain a growth mindset or you're going to put yourself into more of a growth mindset, personally or professionally. The third one was surround yourself with positivity. Maybe you want to go for that. Fourth is practice self-care. Enhance your personal standards. And then the final one was challenge yourself and those negative thoughts. Don't just believe those thoughts. So have a think for a sec. Which one feels right for you? Which one are you going to commit to? And then what I want you to do is go to the reminder section on your phone. And you're going to set a reminder to do that for the next 14 days at a time that feels realistic for you. For me, when I'm doing reminders like this, I put it on at six o'clock. So when I turn my phone on, it comes up and it's there. And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Or it could be a post-it note next to your laptop. And it could be, don't forget to challenge those negative thoughts. So these are all going to compile together. All of the learnings, the lessons and everything that we're covering in the Ladies Best Life podcast are going to come together to help you to get the results that you want. And there's a reason why we put positive mindset in the earlier phases of this journey, because it is so important and so powerful. Thank you so much for listening. It's been incredible having you here with me today. Don't forget, follow me on social media, get signed up to my um, weekly wisdom emails. They are an absolute game changer and help us to keep moving forwards, cultivating that more wise mind as well. So have an incredible day. I will speak to you soon. Take care.